like a chef, a chef, a chef can do any number of those things. But again, it's um, more tasks that have kind of been dumped on your plate in a sense. Exactly. Yeah. And that's prior to the lockdown. So the, those right. are because the money was going to be so scarce to bring on another person to do what our GM was doing. Right. So you think like hiring a GM, it's not that big of a deal uh, for a smaller bistro, you know, tiny Italian bistro. Um, it was like kind of like a, a big That's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Especially for what GMs are, you know, around the area are probably asking for. Right. Right. And uh, so, I mean, I kind of did it to sort of keep the restaurant afloat. And then I, you know, obviously I was like, all right, well, I want my piece of that pie. You know, we're right. We're not, you know, we don't have to eat the whole pie. Let me get a slice or whatever. Right. Um, so I kind of set myself up for, you know, this to be much worse than it could have been. But uh, right. essentially what happened was the owner of that restaurant then expected all of that from me, plus all of everything I was doing prior Right. Plus what I would have to do thanks to the lockdowns. Just stretching you incredibly thin. Yeah. And I mean, I was, I was already working like, you know, 70 hours, 60, 70 hours a week, which is, you know, right. actually 60 is on the lower end. So, I, right. you know, you, you're happy when you get closer. To yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. 60, so. um, yeah. And it, it, it just, it was, you know, it was every little thing, you know, you're trying to keep up um, appearances as well, just for even the smallest, you know, the yeah. smallest encounter with a customer, you want it to all be right. absolutely perfect. So um, when, and I think as you guys both know, when this hit po- uh, Postmates, you know, DoorDash, all of those, we, they went through the roof. Like, you know, your oh, to goes, yeah. your to goes like quadrupled, you know? So right, right. More, more than that. Um, and so I, I guess I'll just put it in terms like what we, you know, so I was prep in the morning, you know, I was on the line by myself at night with one other server and the server's only operate operation is like take phone orders and give the Postmates and the DoorDashers their orders or whatever. Right. Um, and it got to the point. So we know the breakdown, it's me and one other guy and a dishwasher in there. Well, we got right. to a point where the owner is, you know, the, this is a man who is like fixated on money, which, you know, plenty of restaurant owners are like that. Right. You know, money is his life. Um, wants me to take the dishwasher off of the nights. And I'm like, so wait, 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 hold on. You, you want me to get here at seven in the morning, you know? Right. And I'm only getting there at seven because I, at least I get an extra hour to sleep. Right. You want me at seven in the morning. I'm going to leave here at midnight, one o'clock. And, but you want me to do dishes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to be leaving at midnight or one o'clock. Right. Um, and, you know, like uh, plenty of, you know, you, you get that, you know, you take like an hour to yourself or 30 minutes, 45 minutes or whatever. Right. Uh, uh, there's, there's never been such a thing as a break for me. <laughs> I'm usually right, doing right. something during it, anyways. But any chance of sitting down was gone, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. At that point, I was just in my own mind. I was like, you know, fuck it. You know, I started showing up at like ten o'clock, eleven. You know, yeah. h- half the shit wasn't done. Um, and at this point, yeah. are you a um, are you running it as an executive chef on a salary, or does he still yeah. have you hourly? He no, I, I was salary. 
so it, he's obviously just taking this is all, full advantage. Right? Yeah, he, this is all expected of me being right. on salary, you know. Right. Um, and I mean, like, if it was my team and you know all my servers, all my cooks, everyone there, I would feel like the biggest dirtbag in the world showing up at ten o'clock or eleven. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because it was me, one other guy, and then soon to be no, just no dishwasher. Yeah. You know, yeah. I felt I felt like I felt as though I wasn't letting anybody down. You know. Yeah. Um, but I, I still have like misgivings about it and, you know, it's probably the slimiest thing I've done in a restaurant, but, uh, yeah, it, it just got to this point where so much was being asked of me and, you know, I'm on the line. So our, our volume hasn't changed in terms of people coming in. Yeah. But in terms of Postmates and our orders, our daily orders, you know, 70 tickets, 80 tickets or whatever, it's a smaller place. Right. Um, nothing changed, you know, or very little changed. So I'm still having these insane services where there would be two, three cooks, but just by myself after having prepped for six, seven hours. Right. Right. Um, I had a prep cook with me towards the end because I essentially said, you know, fuck it. Like, you know, like payroll is going to be what it is, you know, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to kill myself to save you money on my payroll was essentially my thinking. Right. Um, So he, he got into um, the politics of all this, you know, and he like, he delved into it deep and he like, um, I mean, if you look at, you can find out who this person is and what restaurant this is, all that information is available, but um, you know, you can, he's on the news saying like, I want the state of California to sue me. You know, I want, we're not going to shut down. Like he has signs in the restaurant saying no masks allowed. You know what I mean? Like he went full combatants against the the state. And uh, he was, and I'm not there for this. So never while I was working there, was there a sign that said no masks? Never while I was working there, did I, anybody ever tell anybody to take a mask off? Because I mean. I'm not going to, I'm not a scientist, but I, you know, I'm not fucking with <laughs> mother yeah, nature, you know, virus. So, right. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. And I'm also not about to argue with scientists, you know, right. I mean? or what anybody, any medical professional is telling me, um, you know, the way he politicized it and the way he like made it almost like a personal attack on himself. Right. He, com- he completely just a big F you to all of his staff. Cause he put, while while the owner was doing these things, he put so many people's jobs and lives. You know, we're talking about people that just had babies, people that oh, were yeah. working three jobs, trying to take care of their mother, and you know, right. like guys just getting into the field and starting out a career. You know what I mean? And he put all of all those people at risk. You know, not just from like getting the virus or something like that. Like my mind's not even there. Like he put them at risk of not having a job anymore. And right. Like, we like you guys both know like a, a job in this industry is sacred. Like you, you, you know. Oh, cherish it. Yeah. Yeah. You're it's it's you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You live for those moments when you get that right. good job or that job you wanted. So which is I mean, I guess it's in any any industry. But if you fit into a place and you feel like a family and you oh, have a such team a and stuff, level of chemistry. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's rare and far, you know. Uh, yeah. It's just something to appreciate and like uh he had just no regard for it you know 
So he himself was probably not in the food and beverage industry before owning a restaurant. I mean, isn't every restaurant owner though? Like they serve yeah. tables or something, so therefore right. they understand the full or operation. They're, they're foodie and they love to go out to eat, so they yeah. can have their own restaurant. Yeah, I love those owners. Those are my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's occupational hazard for a chef for sure. Is, uh, exactly. <laughs> unknowing owners. So, yeah, so you were with this guy, um, you know, for how many months did he have you basically just strung along doing, you know, the work of six or seven different people? Um, so like the job was always labor intensive. Like it was right. always, it was a super hands-on job for like a chef position. You know what I mean? Right. Um, which I think they all should be, but, um, you know, prior to like my prior job was, wasn't like that as much. So right. it was, it was like, you know, it was definitely a, taking on a lot uh when that happened i would say probably like end of february early march yeah we started cutting hours and that's like when that's your team and that's your family like that's your family away from family like when you're cutting some guy's hours and you know he can't pay his car payment that month right because because you text him every day and he's your buddy right that rips your heart out. So yeah, that's hard having to do that to my entire team essentially was right. um, pretty rough, but yeah, it started around March. And then he's making you work, um, you know, in these conditions where you're just, it's insane to have somebody work, you know, 15 hour days back to back to back. It's, you know, two or three day stretch here or there to get you through a busy time. But, you know, to expect that of someone on a daily basis is, that's rough. That's definitely rough. Yeah, I mean, when I first started out there, I think I made it clear, like, hey, I'm, I'm here to be here. Like, you know, I will do 15 hours. Like, I will, you know, I won't take my, like, break, quote-unquote break. You know what I mean? Like, right. or I'll do payroll during my break or whatever, yeah. Right. Um. So I think it was just, like, maybe I just, like, you know, offered up too much myself and, you know, he felt as though, <laughs> he had a right to a certain amount of my labor or something, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. only so much, you know, somebody can give and until they, I, I mean, I've been in that position too. I mean, with those 14, 15 hour days, you know, when you're not getting enough sleep and, and you're stressing and this and that it's your, your mindset's not going to be positive and, and it's going to, I mean, that's like the, the world's hardest thing is to stay positive, especially while y- shit's going on you're coming home seeing the news and then your boss is like yeah we're doing this we're cutting hours we're doing this and then you're not only are you taking on more work but you're also like you know your your whole family like you said that you know i was a a sous chef and we had to let everybody go uh you know thinking it's going to be for two weeks um and then it ended up being what it is now right so i can only imagine how that felt and and like you, you picked up those hours. I decided, you know, to, to not and, and avoid that situation. Uh, so I give mad respects to you for, you know, even putting yourself through that and, you Definitely, know, yeah. hustling through that and grinding through that. Um, and then it just shows how, how much you can adapt in, in different circumstances, but especially, you know, given the circumstances that you were put in, I, I completely feel you and, and the way that you did what, what you did. Um, I think yeah. it's only fair. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. You know, and uh, like I respect what you did because I wish I had done that. You know, I, I wish I had like 
that's the smarter decision in my mind, you know? To just walk away from it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to make, like, the calculated decision to walk right. away from it is, like, you know. Right. Much better. No, no I mean, that, you know, it's, um, it's like you said, you know, you're walking away from family. You're walking away from, uh, you know, these people that you have all the respect for, these people that you've grind with every single day. And now it's like, you just have to, uh, you're, you're delivering them this, you know, final kill shot. And it's, yeah. uh, that can be rough. That can definitely be rough. You know, when I had to let everyone go, luckily it was under the umbrella of, well, this is the mouse's decision. Um, and people can be upset with, you know, Disney and that kind of thing. But, uh, when you're in a small mom and pop operation like that, you know, with a one owner, um, it probably definitely feels a little bit more personal than, you know, we would like it to feel when we're the ones having to make those decisions. Absolutely. Yeah. Luckily the, all those guys, you know, they're like my brothers. So, yeah, I mean, we still play call of duty, like fucking every other, there you go. Shit. You know, we're that's still, awesome. Yeah. That you're we're still staying tight, connected. So. But I'll like, I'll never forget the feeling of having to like having one of my servers show up almost every day to not even clock in. Right. Just because, because that was, you know, the, that owner's thinking was, well, they should be here and ready to work if they really want to work. I'm like, they should be here to work if they're re- if they want to work. And right, right. You cut them like the, there's a reason why laying people off is a thing. Right, because this right. happens to companies, and this is the course of action: is you right. lay them off, you let them get unemployment, and like so these are college kids. My servers, these are college kids, man. Yeah, you know, and like a lot of them like still live with their parents and stuff, and they have like a safety net and stuff. But I mean, regardless, what if you know? There's there's plenty of there's plenty of positions that my guys were in that this directly affected them. Like in oh, a, yeah. a very, a very negative way to, yeah. no matter what the, I mean, one of my cooks was just, just had a baby. Wow. Like he, he, he was like so stoked on being a father. You know what I mean? I think they had problems. Like he wasn't able to have kids and then he finally did. And now he's losing now both of his jobs. Bringing them into this mess. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, and of course he has that disconnection where they're just as employees and uh, you know what I mean? Like there's right, like right. that sort of like crony capitalist thinking of like profit before people and all this shit. So, right. Right. Um, yeah. I mean like it overall, like I kind of had a, like I had the mouse to blame, like you said, like I, it, right. it, but it, it still like feels as though, you know what I mean? I'm, right. I'm partly responsible. Shittiest feeling in the entire world. Oh, for yeah. sure. man. Oh, for sure. It's- uh, so Justin, as we're wrapping this thing up, because yeah. Zoom is fucking no, no worries. We got seven minutes. We got a time bomb. Big, yeah, yeah. big father. Make it uh, quick, Vlad. We yeah. know you and your outros. No, no, I'm not doing any outros today, uh, <laughs> Justin. For for all our viewers today, um, you know, I I really appreciate you sharing your story, sharing your your yeah, hardships. Yeah, hundred percent, chef. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for having me, man. You know, how do you stay? How do you stay positive in times like this? What what's you know what's one thing that uh, to our viewers you would say that's helping you stay positive. Um, yeah. Helping, helping you stay, what's helping you stay positive in a positive mindset. Uh, I think like kind of the opposite of what I was saying, like is that dude's mindset is pro- you know, profit over people. Like, you know, I, if you don't have the people in your life to begin with, then you never felt that happiness that you'd be losing. Right. So 
and right. latch on to those people, you know, and never let them go. It's essentially like the lesson of all of this is like, uh, you know, people fix problems and that's what yeah. you do in your life. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, it, it's, it's amazing to hear the same perspective. Um, you know, we had Amar on the show and he said the same thing, you know, take care of the people first and then they'll take care of you. And you're saying that, you know, the same uh, phrase, maybe a little yeah. worded a little bit different, but it's crazy how everybody in this industry is, is so people first, you know, yeah, it's all about people. It's all about hospitality. And that's amazing to hear from you. And, you know, I mean, aren't they like, you might be having the shittiest day in the weeds all night. Like you still care about this person sitting yeah. down to their food. Like it, if they sent a, if they sent back two steaks on you, you probably care a little less, but like, <laughs> fuck those people, <laughs> bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like true. you always care. You always want, you always know someone's out there to spend hard earned money their family right. or friends and yeah, one of my mentors told me you know we're always cooking for the guests we're not cooking for the chef yeah. he's like you're 100%. not cooking for me right now you're cooking for that person out there that the guest will always be there the chefs will change yeah man there's a watch pot boil you know what i mean like it's, exactly there's no i don't know it, it doesn't get better than i think that's why all chefs do it right i mean right i've heard the greats you know say that it's the look on someone's face is why they do it so Right. Exactly. Exactly. Go for it, Doug. Go for it. I'm going to stay out of this because my (laughs) intros will take 15 minutes and we'll run out of time. No, I just, you know, wanted to say, you know, people always ask, you know, like, oh, what's your specialty? What's the, you know, your favorite thing to cook? And I always say, you know, whatever the person who's eating wants, um, because we really are cooking for our guests in that sense. Uh, Can I get a Caesar salad with everything on the side, please? Listen, we have a guest at the hotel who has been having a Caesar salad with add avocado and tomato. She's staying with us for 45 days. Can I get a buttermilk uh, dressing? um, Yeah. And and then can you put some fish on top of that grilled? Yes, Uh, ma'am. No no added sodium? (laughs) Yes, Why why is it always the Caesar? Like, I've had to go back to the walk-in and pull... So, anchovies out of the can like and you know that's just that's oh, the yeah. nastiest thing to do in a kitchen is dig yeah. your fingers into it. you shouldn't dig your fingers it should be in a deli cup but you know what i mean like to yeah. get anchovies to put on a caesar salad is exactly infuriating so exactly all right well no chef um yeah you know, thank we you really so much. appreciate you having having the time speaking with us i know we ran a little over a little technical difficulties but we appreciate you working with us um definitely look forward to hearing from you in the future i know uh we have another podcast scheduled tomorrow so hopefully um you know sharing some of those same sentiments like vlad said it's cool that we're starting to find a little bit of commonality between speaking with everyone in the industry and how covid is affecting them and you know what they're keeping top of mind so we really appreciate you sharing that with us no worries no worries happy to do it yeah man and uh you know Stay positive, stay strong, and if you ever need anything, you know, let us know. We're that's kind of what, what why we started this, and and just to gather, uh, you know, our community back together because we've fallen out. Uh, you know, our brigade is is completely destroyed right now. People are leaving yeah. left and right, and we're trying to, you know, gl- use some meat glue to to put it all back together and and try to ma- make a sense <laughs> of it. I mean, it's just uh, it, it's disgusting what's happening right now, and. Yeah you know the void that you know is is not being 
I, I don't know. I don't know what void stands the for. Void, the <laughs> void that continues to exist. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. There we go, Doug. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, same to you guys, man. If you guys ever need anything, thank you. some help with the technical difficulties. Yeah, if you're ever playing Call of Duty, um, Kenny Bobby, uh, <laughs> Kenny Bobby on Twitch. That's our moderator. Um, okay. I would, I would Kenny love Bobby. you to rip him a new one. Just, <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. just, I, I want him to cry. You, I want exactly. you to know, just snipe him down. I'll get my boy on. Him down. Oh, goodness. Just get a whole team, right. like seven against one, and just boop, boop. There you go. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another successful night at Late Night with Chefs. Um, until next time, hopefully it is not too far from now. Everybody, please stay safe. Please keep wearing your masks and uh, continue to look on the positive outlooks. Yeah, be positive. Share as much love as you can, This, this yes. these times especially. Exactly. Thank you all and have a wonderful night. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Doug. Thanks, man. Thank you, Chef. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.